Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the podcast where a real statistics professor. And the same last to his photo. <laughs> Gives you sports betting tips. I am Professor Sides. You can follow me and find all my picks on Twitter at Professor Sides. Today is Tuesday, January 25th, 2022. And this episode covers today's best college basketball bets. In case you're new here, I built a mathematical model that predicts what the spread and total should be for every Division I college basketball game. And that information, along with a graded A, B, or C pick for each of today's games, is available in the Google Sheet that is linked in the show's description. Picks that get an A are the ones I love, picks that get a B are the ones I like, and picks that get a C are the lanes. However, please remember that good and bad variants will occur so as much as i'd like to say the model will be profitable each and every day that is an impossible reality for any gambler uh, jake yesterday other than a new hatred for san diego uh, the, the university not the city lovely city great place to visit but but the university other than that uh, screwing up a couple of picks what did we learn yesterday well we learned that that when we said the game of the night with texas tech kansas that lived up to the hype what yeah. if you stayed up for it what a game that was Double overtime, both teams having chances to win. It was incredible. Um, during the game, we figured out Texas Tech really can't shoot the ball well at all. And that's going to be, from at least from three, like it's going to be a real downfall for them if, if they can't get that figured out. Because they're other than that, they're a really, really good team. And Kansas is an extremely good team who it seems like to take their foot off the gas. Like they had a um, – I had a, I think they were up seven at, with about three left. Let it, let Texas Tech come back. They, uh, they, I think they pushed the lead up to around fifteen or so during the game and still let them come back. It's they got to figure that out, which is surprising to me from a Bill Self coach team. And, and you talked about Texas Tech struggling with the three. I, I noticed that actually looking today at some previous totals. When Tech goes under on the total, man, they go under. And it's like they get in these ugly defensive games. They can't score. Like you said, it's, the, the three ball is an easy way to go ahead and put some quick points on the board. And like you said, that's not it's not a new thing for them. It's something that uh, if they want to really round out me title contenders, I'm with you. I think that's something that they get. They really need to add to their repertoire. And then, if you know, other than that, though, like you said, they're pretty they're pretty incredible. Yeah, like, I mean, Texas Tech and Tennessee went to an overtime game that didn't break 60, I think. It's <laughs> crazy to think. And, man, in, Seton Hall has been bitten by the injury bug all year, and they just need a bye week or two, you know, just to sit back and get everybody healthy and maybe play with a full roster. Yeah, we, we, uh, I, I, neither one of us was aware that they had one of their better players out on concussion protocol for last night, and that was uh, some not good news. And they really struggled, like you said um yesterday uh pretty interesting slate tonight a lot of good games a lot of late games hopefully you're wanting to stay up late uh we're going to start off with a 6 p.m game central time in the big 10 michigan state at illinois uh the model thinks the total should be 146 so i've got a b pick on the over 144 and a half I, I, my question who's playing for illinois is kofi playing at the time of this recording we still don't know uh, carbello missed practice over the weekend with an illness uh, apparently non-COVID related. So we don't know if he's going to play. Um, I, I like the over here. Maybe it's just memories of watching Michigan State get up and down the court uh, on Friday against Wisconsin. If Kofi is out, like we talked about yesterday, that defense takes a hit. So I think there's a lot of ways this game uh, goes over. I just don't think that total is high enough. Uh, Jake, what's your pick for this one? Yeah, I'm on the over with you. Uh, I think Michigan State – has a good chance to win this outright if Kofi's not playing. Yeah. Um, they they shoot the ball extremely well. They're fast. And like we saw last game, like Illinois kind of gets lost 
Like their guards aren't as good when they don't have Kofi to like eat some space, both offensively and defensively. So maybe Underwood has that figured out, but I doubt he's got it figured out in a week where one of his better guards was missing from practice. Like it's right. it's a bad timing for this matchup for Illinois. And man, Michigan State's on a run here with uh, you know, getting getting key players to not play against them. I mean, I know they lost the Northwestern game, but Nance was out for that one. Uh, Tyler Wall was out for Wisconsin. Now Kofi, maybe Carbello might be out. I mean, that's it's a good time to make a run through the Big Ten. Yeah. Um, like it, with Gabe Brown and Christie, I, I think the over is safe, and I think the five and a half is definitely pretty safe and possibly win it outright. Yeah, like I said, a, a lot of points there in a game where we just don't know who is – uh, playing for Illinois, maybe by the time you're listening to this, we have some more information. Maybe we don't know until, you know, right before the game, which is obviously a little more unfortunate. Uh, 7 p.m. Central Time, Kansas State at Baylor. Uh, quite a large number on this one. Baylor is a 14-point favorite. I'm going to take the under 135 and a half. The model thinks it should be about 133 and a half. What I noticed on this one is that this these two teams tend to play to their opponent's style, which is interesting. They play each other. How are they going to play? I think there's a lot of ways this goes under, so I think that is the smart play. If this is a Baylor, the second half could get ugly and boring if it's tight it's a situation where kansas state is not going to want to push the pace and i think it's kind of the general thought process here i I can't see kansas state wanting to get into an up and down game with baylor that doesn't seem like a smart strategy so i like the under again not a not a guaranteed type situation but one where there's just there's way more ways it goes under than it goes over in my opinion jake what side are you on here yeah i'm I'm actually taking laying the points with baylor um i think this kansas state team it's a good team. It's just a bad timing for this matchup, like situation arise. Like all the wind got taken out of their sails in that Kansas game. Baylor has kind of found their groove again in his first home game since dropping the back-to-back games. Um, Kansas State's going to need somebody else besides Pac, Noel, and Smith to step up, and they just don't have it. I thought it might be McGurl after looking at their roster because I feel like he's been there since the school was founded, but you – know, he hasn't had a really great year, and Baylor is just loaded with talent. I, I think they cover this, and I think it goes under because blowouts and overs don't go go together. Exactly, exactly. Uh, moving on to an 8 p.m. Central tip, can, uh, Miss, uh, Mississippi State at Kentucky on this one. I've got a B pick for you, Kentucky minus 9.5. The model thinks it should be about 11. I was going back to Miss, Mississippi State. I'm curious to see if, if you agree with this take, but I, they, they've got a lot of wins, but I don't see a lot of impressive games on their resume. They lost by eight to a Florida team without their best player, and that was uh, really bad, in my opinion, aside that we were both on. They beat Bama, but Bama's just so erratic. I don't know what that means. Like, beating Bama, losing to Bama kind of is just like, well, which Bama showed up? They lost to Colorado State. They got crushed by Louisville. That was early in the season, but they, they have a lot of wins over bad teams. They have a couple of rough losses. I just they, they've got a good record, but I just I, I don't think they're in the same stratosphere as this Kentucky team. What's your take, Jake? So uh, I I think I can't argue any of the points you're making, but I think they're they're a team with that had a bunch of tra- a few transfers come in, so I think they're fi- hitting the groove. The the Florida State game was or Florida game was really surprising to me. I thought they were going to be all over that, especially when Castleton was out. Right. Um, but they're – don't sleep on them. They're, they rank off 18th offensive in offensive efficiency. They're 
a very good team, and they have some big guys with DJ Jeffries and Garrison Brooks that are very good and haven't really shown up yet. And so we keep waiting for them to break out. And But that doesn't mean I'm on Kentucky for this one. I just don't sleep on this Mississippi State team. Um, Kentucky is just extremely talented. Uh, rank inside the top 10 off, for offensive efficiency, 17th with defense. Um, they're fourth in offensive rebounding rate. I mean, a lot of that's Shigway, but I mean, that's over almost one third of their misses they're bringing in, maybe a little wow. better than that, which is, you know, extra shots is yeah. <laughs> helps you win. Um, the only bad, bad part right now, and I don't, I haven't broken down too much, but they're only covering 58% of the games when they're a home favorite. And so I don't know if the numbers were too big early on and, and they've kind of found their groove or what was going on. But um, something to keep an eye on is Ty Ty Washington, if he's going to play or not. Like that really changes their guard play. But I, th- I think either way they cover this kind of a shorter number, especially at home. I feel like you pulled a not so fast on yourself there, right? You were like, hey, yeah. Mississippi State don't speak about it, but not so fast self. I'm still going Kentucky. <laughs> uh, but, you know, shifting from one team who just seems every year in Kentucky to start off a little bit slow as they gel together, figure it out and play well at a team you don't want to face towards the end of the season to another one that seems to do the same thing every year, 9 p.m. Central Time, Colorado at Oregon, Dana Altman has done it again. Another disappointing start to the season, another magic show of oh yeah we can figure this out this Oregon team is starting to play really well it's an a pick for me Oregon minus seven the model thinks Oregon minus nine and a half uh Jake what's your opinion here yeah I'm all over Oregon on this they are really finding the right track here and getting going like even their last like loss with Baylor was an eight point game and they were in that the whole they were in it the whole time time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that was an incredible game. Like, even, like, some of their metrics are switching. Like, they rank towards the bottom in free throw percentage, but in their last three to five games, they're shooting – they're hitting 84 instead of the 65 that they were averaging. Like, and so a lot of the other metrics are switching like that. It's like they've – I don't know what what switch he flipped, but apparently Oregon just took off when he hit it. Um, His Colorado team is – they're good. They're not going to beat anybody better than them. They're going to beat the teams they're supposed to and lose to everybody that's better than them. Like their last six, they're three and three, um, losing to Arizona, USC, and UCLA, but beating Arizona State, Washington, and Washington State. So they, they beat who they're supposed to and lose to who they're not supposed to beat. I'm not going to surprise you. They're a good defensive team and eh, offensive, um, but Oregon's got this. I, I especially the way they're playing it's going to be it won't be that close absolutely absolutely and if you if you doubted dana altman early in the year i think i had some doubts there those were proven uh-huh. wrong yet yet again you should never doubt that man sticking in the pac-12 the game of the night 10 p.m central arizona at ucla this should be a fantastic game arizona is a short two and a half point road favorite uh my pick is under 151.5 that's a b pick for you the model thinks it should be 150 arizona has an amazing offense don't get me wrong but they also have an amazing defense with a game that's expected to be this tight i think you got a couple of plays things that factor here ucla sometimes gets into a turtle uh offense a little bit they kind of like to rely on that defense i expect 
expect a slow start to this game being such a big game. I expect if things are tight to slow down to the second half, we've got to watch out for that middle situation, right? These teams can put up points in a hurry. So that's the kind of one thing to watch out for. This is a lot of points. And this is one of those where we just need a nice little five minute stretch where there's only eight points scored or something. And the under is going to be an easy hit here. Uh, Jake, which side are you on here for this matchup? I'm on Arizona. The over-under scares me either way just because of the way Arizona's offense goes. But, I mean, I, I, I think UCLA is a fraud team. I don't think they're as good as anything anybody says they are. They've got five guys that contribute, and none of them are that great. Um, I mean, well, I'll take that back. Juzang is yeah, that great. Yeah. Um, but other than that, nobody is really that impressive. And Arizona, if you haven't watched them and, and you've got nothing to do tomorrow, stay up, watch this game. Arizona is an incredible team. They're a fun team to watch for sure. Yeah. And yeah. Ben, Ben Mathurin, Mathurin is, I don't know why people aren't talking about him as much because he is one of the best players I've seen play this year. He's just incredible. And they are absolutely insanely good. And I think they run away with this. I think this ends up being 15 or so. Wow. Like, I, I, I hate this UCLA team. I don't – so I think they're – like I said, I think they're a fraud. They're struggling to win against decent teams, and they have a very thin bench. Plus, the home court advantage they have is almost wiped out with no fans. Yeah, I, I was going to kind of wrap up with that comment. You have UCLA traditionally is an up and down home court, right? There you know, a lot, a lot of things to do in LA. You hear all those stories about home court being a little lacking, uh, but then with no fans kind of makes that where this would have been the game where you would have said all the students need to be there, all the locals want to watch good basketball, but with no fans in the stand. We talked earlier about timing, right? The timing that you get certain teams. This is the perfect time for Arizona to play yeah. at UCLA as opposed to when the, the building's packed. So it should be a fantastic game. Like I said, if, you, if you're able to stay up and watch that one, I've got some buzzer beaters for you, your exclusive pod content, the total of the day. I'm going 5.30 PM central time. I'm going under 160 in Bama and Georgia. That's a really high number. And so I'm taking the under in that one as the total of the day. I think that Bama is so inconsistent. Again, all we need is just one spurt where they kind of go cold and then it'll be really tough to hit that number. The total of the day, it's not an official place. This is one where I have a pick on the side of Cincinnati Temple, but I'm also going to give out the under 134. Temple's had a little bit of a layoff here between their last game, so any bit of rust there should help us get that one to the under. The A-plus pick of the day, 6 p.m. Toledo minus four and a half versus Buffalo. I think that Buffalo is getting a lot of respect for previous years, how good they've been, but they are not nearly as good this year. Toledo is the real deal. I think they get a nice, easy home win. The best B-side, 6 p.m. Missouri State, minus six at Indiana State. The model has faded Missouri State a lot. It hasn't worked. I'm glad it's come around. I think this is a great spot. It's back Missouri State. And the last one for you, every dog has its day. I'm taking Ball State, plus 120 to get the outright win at home against Miami of Ohio. Jake, what are your buzzer beaters? So I'm, I'm on this Colorado State team. I, I, one of the best offensive teams from any statistic out there. I think they cover the seven and a half from Nevada very easy, especially at home. And my second one, I, I have kind of a dog of the day, right? I, I like Air Force. I'm not sure why they are an underdog to the San Jose State team, who's just a very rough team. And Air Force has been playing very well recently. So I, I like them to win. And I'm not sure why these Bama over, like 
numbers for the over under are so high. Like it's like they're still using last year's team metrics to grade this year, especially one sixty for this Georgia team that right is not very good. Yeah, I don't know how Georgia's going to score. I mean, for this team to over, I feel like Bama's going to score 100, you know, which is which is possible. But I, I'm like, yeah, it just doesn't quite make sense to me. Um, I've got their drop a comment game here. Uh, last one, not an official graded record for us other than in the sheet here. Uh, but I just want to point out Villanova, favored by 16 at home to DePaul, is a fascinating matchup to me. I think we, we both are in the sheet i think we're both taking villanova but we don't neither one of us feel very confident about it not enough to you know to talk about uh break this game down it's interesting to me i've liked this depaul team but the you know i've got the math saying you know lay these points with villanova but my brain is looking at the saying the math has said lay a lot of points with villanova lately and it hasn't worked out so this is our drop a comment game i'm curious to hear what y'all think about villanova depaul do y'all do y'all trust the math here and say yeah villanova is going to lay this can lay and win this big number here cover that or is it one of those where it's just too many points i'm here curious what else thoughts are jake any any parting words on that game you want to throw out there the, the only thing to look out for is DePaul of freeman liberty which is just a great name um, it is 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 if he's back if he's back then oh, man i don't know where nova's getting 16 but if he's not that's the only x factor to me yeah, fascinating matchup to me. I'll be curious to see how that one plays out. And that's all I've got for you today. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Picks with the Professor. Reminder, check out that Google Sheet for picks and totals on every single game. If you haven't done so yet, click that subscribe button. We'll get you a new episode every weekday of the college basketball season. We will see you tomorrow. And until then, remember, you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money. <laughs>